Good morning, and thank you for tuning in. My name is Michael Mullis, and I'm president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And well, that's exactly what we're going to do today, folks, uh, like we always do. But this time, there was some more news this week. So when we say that Bank of Canada just met on Wednesday, <laughs> that's not the way we usually want to start the show, but it actually comes with some pretty good news. And later on in the show, I'm going to get to where the opportunity lies. Because first of all, I want to thank you all around this area because this is a very special area, London and surrounding area. And, you know, we're still a strong, steady city going as far as real estate. We've always been called Steady Eddie. Of course, we've seen some crazy increases. You might have seen a neighbor's house go up for 250000 and now that's worth 400000 And yes, that's what we're seeing as the, we could say the, the travelers come down from Toronto and even Kitchener, Hamilton towards this area because affordability, the houses are quite a bit cheaper. And let's be honest, a lot of people have changed their work setup. It might be a little more online and able to work from another city. So we used to call it drive to qualify is how bad it was getting the last couple of years. You're just driving until you could finally get told yes with the house price. But let's get into the show a little bit. We want to talk about what has been going on with interest rates, what we can expect and first of all, identify what is going on with the rates. And like I said, again, where your opportunity lies here in the city of, of London. And I'm seeing a lot of action in this way. And now that this announcement came through on Wednesday, and we'll get to that, hmm, we're getting ready for the spring market. So we'll see what's uh, in front of us and what unfolds. So again, in case you're just tuning in, my name is Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher. And please look it up mortgageteacher.com, read the reviews. We're here to help folks. Um, I've always, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's easy to get a mortgage. There's a lot of advisors, agents out there uh, that want to give you a mortgage, but who's going to sit down and help you get rid of it? And that's what I've really seen, the big, um, the big change. And I'm really proud of our firm here on what we've done because let's face it, you guys, if you're listening out there, your grandparents, your parents, guess what you were told to do when you were going to get a mortgage? Guess what everybody says? Shop hard and find the lowest rate. Shop hard, find the lowest rate. I get calls all the time. Hey, Mike, what's your lowest rate? Well, okay, let's talk about that because we, it's pretty clear that the, we have seen the lowest rates come and go. That's right. We had fixed rates, and when I say the rates, let's talk about the rates there for about 10 seconds. When people call up and say, what is the rates, do you guys agree? Is it usually the five-year fixed, meaning that we compare apples to apples? So here in Canada, we're always pretty, you know, chosen on taking the five-year product, the five-year fixed, and of course, that's what's the most popular mortgage. So when people call up and say, what's your best mortgage, usually we're comparing the five-year fix. So me as a broker, that's what I would look up, the different five-year fix and discuss that. Now, in the last 20 years, we have gotten very popular with the variable rate mortgage. And a lot of us consumers know that as well. You know, it floats and especially right now, well, I told you so, you shouldn't have went variable. Hey, I know the rates have shot up with Bank of Canada and that's what we're going to talk about. But I want to identify the fixed versus variable. Oranges versus apples. They come from two different markets. One might kind of help the other out, but the five-year fixed comes from a bond market, stock and bond market, 
where, of course, the variable or your line of credit, you really have to be careful of those all-in-ones, folks. Um, you could really lose a lot of money to the bank, or the bank can make a lot of money off of you with those set up. So we can talk about that. So these are the two different rates that we're, we're dealing with. So when people call in and say, you know, what are the rates? We're usually talking about the five-year fix. Now, what has gone on as of late? Well, all these announcements we've been saying, and I've been busy on here discussing, we saw the, we saw the rates go up even a 1% and 0.75%. Wow, I've never seen that before. But we saw the rates go up and go up really quick throughout October, December, January, February. And as I was saying, just this past Wednesday, they met again. And guess what? Finally, they did not increase the interest rates. Just like they announced, they're going to stabilize, <clears throat> sit back and watch it for a few months and, you know, see if our inflation rate still keeps dropping the way it has been. And that is the goal they have. Now, if I were to just, you know, be a two-sided coin, the only pressure that Canada is going to have for pushing interest rates up again and maybe in about four or five months is watching the feds down in the States. They're announcing they're going to keep putting their rates up. So if that's the case, we typically in Canada don't want to spread too far away from the American dollar. It really weakens the Canadian dollar. It could really hurt our imports, of course, but that would help our exports maybe. So depending what side of that coin you're on, Maybe we can find some positives with, you know, allowing our rates to still come down while the U.S. feds go up. That's the only pressure that we're going to see here in Canada in a few months. But regardless, we are two different countries. I know it's always been known we kind of follow the states. I don't want to say like a puppy dog, but let's be honest, when it comes to dollars, we do. So that's something to have an eye on, and we always keep you up to date here in the show. But here's the dilemma that everyone's been having lately, because <clears throat> wouldn't you all agree that variable is typically lower than fixed. And that's the risk. If you go and take that rate, well, it's going up and down, and that's the risk you take. But here's what's really odd today, and this is why we know we have to have some adjustments somehow. Today, the variable is approximately 6.3%, 6.5%. The prime rate, folks, is at 6.7%. And a lot of banks have something like prime minus 0.4, prime minus a half. Okay, that's the average. So that leaves you at about 6.2, 6.3%. Wow. Now you can lock in for five years, you know, somewhere around 5.5%. There was even some specials starting to push the 4.99. So fixed rates are quite a bit lower than the variable rate today, which is odd because that means no one's going to take a variable. Who in their right mind would want to take a variable rate mortgage right now? Now, has this happened before? Coincidentally, it did just back in 2019, not too long ago. The prime rate was around 3.95. Oh, we could only go back to that time. So nice. And you could get prime minus 0.2 or so. So it was leaving it at 3.7. But the fixed rates in 2019, as you can look at your mortgages, a lot of people started gra grabbing 3.2. There was even some 2.99s. So the point I'm getting at for that small 10 to 12 month period Fixed rates were higher, or sorry, lower than variable back then. And I remember I looked and sure enough, 100% of people took a locked in mortgage. Very difficult to take a variable when it's higher. But what happened in 2019? Well, we saw the big crash come down and we saw those interest rates come down. So right now, there's a high, high, high pressure to lock in 
because the rates are there. Now, that's all for the future. What are you going to choose if you're getting a mortgage now? And I know my listeners right now, a lot of us already have a mortgage. So the question is, if you have a variable, should you be locking in? Well, it's kind of hard to determine. It's not that easy, meaning when you have a variable rate mortgage, your lender provides you, you can lock in at any time. What you need to understand is you lock in to the remainder of the term. So if you have four years left, they will probably offer you a four-year fixed rate. Same renewal date, you can just lock into the rate. If you're three years left, you can lock into the three-year fixed. And the three-year seems to be that magic number of, you know, there was even a bonus going around of about 4.99 to 5.3. So if you can lock in today at 5.3 and you're stuck at a variable at 6.3, hmm, that might be of some interest to you. Sometimes the bank charges you nothing. Sometimes they might charge you $200 just to lock it in. But it's not a penalty, folks. If you're in a variable and you're not knowing what's going on, give us a shout. Whoa, time flew by quick. Well, on that note, look us up at mortgageteacher.com. This is what we're doing and helping people out, folks. We're here to help you get rid of this mortgage, and we deal with all the banks. So you can still deal with your current lender, or let me repeat that. We'll help deal with them for you, but help get you on the right path and, you know, make sure you understand what's going on with your own mortgage. Again, I'm Michael Mullis, and we'll be back right after this news break. All right, well, here we go again. If you're just tuning in now, my name is Michael Mullis, and I help out with a company called Mortgage Teacher, and we come onto the radio and do these totally boring shows about mortgages. Well, I mean, it's not that boring because, unfortunately, everyone has a mortgage, and even more, unfortunately, everyone's wondering what the heck is going on right now. Now, if you're still tuning in, thank you very much for not changing or, you know, clicking a button, turning a dial, whatever it may be. Um, earlier in the show, we were talking about, of course, the rate announcement just this past Wednesday, Bank of Canada decided not to increase the interest rates. They're going to hold and watch as long as, you know, the inflation rate keeps decreasing as it is, then it seems like they're pretty happy with that. And we will watch and see. Now, also earlier in the show, we brought up the points of, you know, where's an opportunity to get a new mortgage. And we talked about that, that, you know, There's some okay opportunities, and we'll get to that later in the show on where London, surrounding area, there's a lot of opportunities around here, and I'll get to that in a minute. But first, when I went into the news break, we were talking about what if you currently have a variable rate mortgage, and I feel for you, I have it too, and we are just getting notice after notice after notice that the rates have been going up, and quite dramatically too. In fact, yes, one of mine I just saw It's up about $800 a month. So, back at the time, do I wish I locked in? Absolutely. Do I regret it? Mm, To a point, right now I do. How can I not? My interest rate has gone from 2% to 5%. So, even as an advisor, that's tough. Now, I do know how we give advice here at Mortgage Teacher, and a lot of us kind of set the bar a little bit higher. We have a stress test here in Canada. So, this is what we have to keep in mind. Although the interest rates were 1% and 2 and 3% for the last many years, good five years or so, down in that area, what we have to keep in mind is at, at, least, at least there's the, the opportunity, and what I mean by that, sorry, we have always had to do the stress test. That's what I want to get to. My apologies. 
even if you got an interest rate of one or two or three, we all had to qualify folks at five and a quarter percent. So, or even 5.7, 5.9, the stress test has changed, but it's always been in the 5% mark. So in reality, you have used the 5% interest rate with your income to qualify for this mortgage you've got in the last couple of years. And yes, the bonus is you've got lower rates, one, two, or three, but here we are, we qualified at 5%. So, like I said, that our grandparents, our parents, they always have us going and finding the lowest rate. I always like to call people out because if you're one of those people that have the lowest rate, well, think about it. We just got our mortgage statements the last couple of weeks. I want you to look at that mortgage statement. If you locked in at 2.25%, good for you. But what are you doing while the rates are low? I mean, let's be honest, my parents taught me to go find the lowest interest rate, but what they didn't teach me is while I got that low rate, where should I set the bar? Maybe 5%. And that means I should pay off more principal. Here's what I'm getting at. I've been helping out the city of London area for over 20 years now. And, you know, maybe I'm up in the Grand Ban area and I run into an old friend or a client and they say, wow, Mike, remember when the interest rates were 1% and 2%? years ago. That was was so great. There's only going to be one of two Canadians. And which Canadian are you going to be? And here's what I mean by that. Are you going to be the person that says, oh, my payment was only $800 a month back then. That was so fun. I had more, you know, time to spend and money to spend and, you know, but I didn't pay my principal off. Or are you going to be this Canadian, which this is the one we want to be coming up, But for some reason, we never set ourselves up. And here's what I mean. Are you going to look back at those low rates, like a five-year period, and say, yes, I got that rate at 2%, but at least I went and paid off, you know, 76,000 in those five years. You should be paying off more principal while your interest rate is low. Instead of enjoying the low payment, setting your bar there, and then spending the rest who knows where. I know that keeps the economy going, but let's be honest we got to take care of ourselves. So this is what we teach is while the rates are low, folks, whether you got a variable or a fixed, that's when you take advantage and pay more off. So yes, I have some clients and me included that my interest rate has gone up with the variable. But at least I paid off a lot more principal ahead of the schedule. So it doesn't hurt as bad because I know I'm about $16,000 ahead of my principal of my mortgage anyway. So that feels pretty good. Now, We don't want rates to stay this high this long. We will wait and see. Now, I do want to quickly discuss if you're in one of these variables and you're thinking about locking in because you just can't handle the stress anymore, then call in and let us know because there are different providers. Your lenders have different ways of locking in at no cost. And to be honest with you, there's some pockets where the fixed goes down quite a bit that you could maybe lock in your interest rate for the rest of your term for over 1% lower than what you are paying today. I had an example. I'm not going to name the big bank, but um, currently in a variable, it's at 6.55%. And if you lock in for the rest of the three years, it would be at 5.7%. So about a 0.8 decrease. And do you think rates are going to come down 0.8 in the next two or three years? Maybe. And there's your opportunity, but it depends if you can sleep at night Or, like I said, if you want to take the risk. Now, what I want to talk about is where the opportunity lies. And that's what I I discussed earlier in the show. 
Here in London and surrounding area, Mortgage Teacher has been a huge part of helping people out, and we just want to say thanks. Quick, simple, I have to admit we're fully online and COVID put us into that, but it's pretty nice, you know, opening a computer screen. We always take a full hour, if not longer, to go through all of your numbers to prepare. It's, it's more like a financing, financial planning service, meaning it's great to go get an investor and start investing money, but whoa, first, let's get rid of our debt, folks. Let's pay this mortgage down, get on a, on a good plan of attack, and then that way we help produce more money that you can give to your financial planner. In fact, folks, if you are a financial planner out there and your client has a mortgage, feel free to send them through to Mortgage Teacher because we will send them back to you, able to put more monthly into their investment portfolio. Okay. So what I want to finish with is the opportunity because everyone's been saying, wow, the interest rates are going up. And I get it. Yes, they have. And it makes it tougher to qualify. Um, It makes it more expensive to get the place. If you're getting a rental property, oh, Right, That makes the payment a little bit higher in the cash flow. But here's where the opportunity lies. Of course, in London, it's still a big investment market. Okay, Now with the city back to normal, rentals seem to be up quite a bit. So you can still find that place, a duplex for sale, for example, still a reasonable price because what we've seen is the prices come down. This is our chance that now you can put an offer in on, on a house and it's not multiple offers. The market has slowed down. The houses that were, you know, worth about three hundred went up to four, five were selling for six hundred thousand in March of two thousand twenty-two are now settling to about four hundred and fifty thousand dollar purchase price. So that's the good news. You're not pressured into going after a house for five hundred and you end up closing at six eighty. I can't even believe some of that happened. Wow. But now you have the opportunity, and that's the decent thing that the house prices have dropped enough that it's adding up to about Five to six hundred dollars a month difference because the house prices are settling down. Not to mention you have a variety of houses. Now the bad news is maybe your mortgage has gone up that it's going up about three hundred and fifty dollars a month to four hundred. But if you can tell there, there's still a difference. There's still an opportunity to buy. So if you are in the market to purchase a place, um, perhaps you have your own family home. You don't need a place, but hey, maybe you have that big T four and you need some tax deductions. I know you accountants out there, a lot of you send us to Mortgage Teacher, send people here, so we can help create a better investment portfolio to help have bigger tax deductions. Because let's face it, we're starting to get taxed a lot. It's that end of the year. We hate paying all this. So we got to get smarter, folks. Use the accountant. Use Mortgage Teacher. Use your investor. Let's get you guys ahead. Start creating a good plan in the real estate of London because let's face it, it looks pretty safe around here. It's still going to keep growing like the good old Steady Eddie. Well, again, folks, I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher, kind of saying it how it is, but be proud of this city and around. And like I said, take care and reach out to us at mortgageteacher.com.